Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian Center Shreveport. Doing once again our daily podcast as we close out this year. We're speaking about this year, 2022, and what it's meant and what the revelation has come during this year. And one of the key revelations is, are you in right alignment both with the Lord and with people in the body? Let's talk about that today. When all hope seems lost and my faith begins to fade, there's someone in the distance and he's calling out my name. He leaves me beside quiet waters. He's assuring me in. And he makes me lie down in green pastures where he restores my soul. With just one touch, he's changed my life through death. He made me whole. And beautifully calls me, wonderfully says, he is mine. Well, good day. I pray that you're doing well today, wherever you are, what part of the country, what part of the world you're in, that you're in a good place with the Lord. And if not, I pray for peace to come upon you. Well, today is Wednesday, the 28th day of December, 2022. We're coming to the end of this year. That's why I wanted to spend a couple days here uh, and just talk about what we learned in 2022. And you're in wrap of what happened this year. And today I want to talk about alignments because we had many prophetic words we gave you during the year about know your surroundings and make sure you're properly aligned. And I want to talk to the importance of that and what God revealed through that revelation and how we've all learned about that. And don't forget also Monday, I shared a prophetic dream. I think it's very important for this moment of in this chaos of where we're supposed to be. So if you didn't get to listen to that, I'd encourage you to go back Monday and listen to the dream and the revelation that came from it. Well, let's talk about this today about relationships and how God wants us to, to know our surroundings. Uh, Because uh, one thing we've learned in this crisis and during this chaos is people you thought you could trust, you can't. And those that you didn't think you could and it was kind of a a unique revelation as the Lord was aligning us properly I saw many people in the body of Christ lose relationships only to find better ones uh, to lose alignments only to find a better alignment and whatever it takes sometimes God will allow to happen create circumstances that will move you if you don't move on your own God will create a, 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 I don't know what you want to call it, a squeezing. He'll put you in a vice and make you move because <laughs> his love for you is so great. He doesn't want you in a wrong alignment that cannot build you up, cannot edify you, cannot comfort you, that cannot get you to where you want to be. One of our cries at, at, at our ministry is not that you guys serve our ministry and serve our vision, but that we serve yours. We're always trying to discover within the people in our body and those people we walk with, what is their call? What's their purpose? What is their design? What's their prophetic gift? What's their redemptive gift? And then how can we partner with them to get them where they're supposed to be? If they're to be an author, to get them to write a book. If they're to be a businessman, to start a business. If they're to be a teacher, that they have a teaching position. On and on. We're always trying to push people to that place of destiny. And I don't know of a better thing to do than that. I don't 
I mean, obviously people will serve our vision. That's just the love of God that he does that. But always remember that other people's dreams many times give you opportunity and you serve the other people's dreams and that gives you a place and opportunity to serve the Lord. So it's natural if we have uh, something in common, we'll be drawn together uh, but we also must understand that when we're talking about alignments, it needs to be what, what the word would be like a symphony. And in order to have a skim- symphony, you have to have a score, right, a, a piece of music, and you have to have a conductor. In the spirit realm, it's the same. And if you have a symphony, symphony, you have to have that same thing. The score is the will of God, and the conductor is the Holy Spirit. And we need that. In Matthew eighteen nineteen, we read, if any two agree on earth. Now, I think that has been the most abused scripture in the charismatic spirit-filled church, especially. Hey, brother, hey, sister, will you agree with me on this? And, you know, it's hard to agree when you don't know all the facts. I had somebody one time bring an envelope to me, and they were going to a court case, and and they just said, can you lay hands on this and pray that I win this court case? All my, all my documents are in this, in this envelope. Well, I, you know, I, I, I felt obligated to pray with them, but I'm like, I don't know what's in that envelope. I don't know if you're, you're doing the right thing, if you've been totally honest. So there's not, wasn't a really a symphony of agreement. So that Greek word about the degree precisely is the same word that gives us that word, symphony. And it's not a mere mental intellectual agreement. It is a harmony, a, a concord. You're coming in agreement. It's two or more people being united in one spirit. And when people come together in one spirit, in harmony, agreeing on the will of God as revealed by the Holy Spirit, then anything they need is accessible. And this is a, a real promise but you have to meet certain conditions, obviously, to do that, to make that happen. And I think that's what this year has been about, is we found people we couldn't come into agreement or we thought we could. Uh, and then we found out later that they were not in agreement with us or in symphony with us. They were hearing something, what they considered different than we did. And because of that, there was a disunity. And so God created new alignments. So I trust that what I'm saying to you is not going to shock you in the body of Christ. But the body of Christ is not an earthly institution. Christians have felt obligated to produce some type of organization, institutional organization, in order to try to achieve this agreement. So we have denominations, we have different things that we create in order to quote, find this unity to agree touching one thing so we can have what we ask. Yet the truth of the matter is it does not produce the kind of unity God intends for the body of Christ. And that is what we've seen this year. We've seen a a season where we were praying together, saying some of the similar things, but not seeing the results. And I believe it's because we weren't in total, total agreement uh, about what was about to happen. So under the old Testament, God had tremendous problem with his people, Israel. He had revealed himself as one who could not be adequately represented by any kind uh, of portrait or like a picture or an image. But the attempt to make an image of God was strictly forbidden. That's what he told them. 
But we find again and again, Israel fell into the error of making an image, an idol, or saying this represents God. And, and that's, that's a mistake that's made by Christians as well. The body of Christ can't be represented institutionally. We cannot. And I think that's what got tore down this year was institutions that tried to represent him. I can't be represented by an organization of any kind that, that, that does not align with heaven. And, and again, we're trying to organize something that is organic at times. Um, by the time we get to this place, Christians try to make something visible and tangible out of what is spiritual, and they try to produce an organization or a union trying to replace the proper unity and relationship of the body of Jesus Christ, and it's almost always a failure. <laughs> and I, I can I can say that without without reservation that I've seen that over and over again in all my years of of, of being in the kingdom. I remember Derek Prince talked once about giving a picture of this. He, he used the Salvation Army, and it wasn't a criticism of them, but he said within the Salvation Army there was a strong organizational unity that's similar to that of an army. He said they were, they were trying together to be unified through uniforms so they could look at members and see immediately that he or she was part of the Salvation Army. Everything man can do to produce unity and organization structure was there, Yet they could have two people in the same organizations that were, were at odds with each other. So as far as being in real union and harmony, they may actually be in total opposition, he said. Two people may be in the Salvation Army, but one may be converted and regenerated, and the other may be ungen- ungenerated. And they aren't even in the same spiritual fe- sphere. And then he talked also about the Anglican Church, church in Britain, and which he was brought up and he said, he says, a member of the Anglican church uh, and being, he said he was a, uh, he could be a communist or a Roman Catholic <laughs> at the same time. And within the organization, they bound together by organizational structure. They are diametrically different ideas, totally opposed to one another in absolute disharmony with no union, whatever in the spiritual life, the church structure is an outward substitute for an inward reality. And that was, to me, was totally revealed this year. You saw organizations fall on their face. You saw churches fail uh, because they couldn't come into union on whether to meet or not during the crisis. (laughs) There's no joke. There were churches that were divided over whether wear masks or not wear masks. So the harmony wasn't there. They had the organization, they had the building, they had the, the structure, but they didn't have the heart together. So the great danger that we can see here is that we'll accept outward unity, but we'll neglect the inward unity. And the result is that multitudes of Christians within the body are in wrong relationship to other people, and they're not even aware that anything is wrong. And that, I think God was trying to touch this year. He was trying to let you know that just because you were meeting together or you at an organization together, there was still no symphony. There was not the, the core, which was the, the, the direction of the Lord and the Holy Spirit being the, the conductor of it all. And so we, we had this place where we, 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 got, we realized, I'm sorry, that we were not where we were supposed to be. And then God realigned us. And I saw that in my life, and it was good for me. You know, I miss some of the, the relationships 
And, and I still feel like God can restore relationships, and I still believe he wants to. And what can happen is broken relationships can be restored by what? Getting back in symphony with one another, admitting, confessing faults, uh, repenting to one another so that we can have that place in the Lord. As I said yesterday in, in Revelation 3, he said that we should be zealous and repent. And I think when we're in right alignment, sometimes we get out of them because of a disagreement. But yet God wants us to be together with that person. So that has happened as well this year. And so these these joints and ligaments that God puts together, it's an outward union sometimes that has nothing to do with the spiritual relationship within the body of Christ, which keeps us together. What is the true nature and source of our unity? We find that answer to this that important question in, in several passages. I'm, I'm probably close out with this, and we'll just pick up here tomorrow. But in Ephesians 4.16, Paul speaks about Christ as the head of the church, from whom the whole body is joined and knit together by what? Ever joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying itself in love. And then Colossians 2.19, Paul speaks about Christ as the head from whom all body nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments grows with the increase that is from God. These are the two things that Paul says, unite the members of the body, joints and ligaments. Just as joints and ligaments in the physical body, you know that, keep your members together so they also unite the members of the spiritual body of Christ. So what are these joints and ligaments? And I, I just want to keep it real real to you here. The joints are the relationships between members of the body, and the ligaments are the attitudes that prevail among them. Oh, did we not see attitudes this year? Attitudes and ligaments are very important. I'm sorry, attitudes uh, in the sense that, that they're called together by the ligaments in the way Paul described it are so critical. And we have to understand that the Lord allowed stress on our ligaments, stress on our, on our joints, everything this year to find out, are we knitly fit together? And so the crisis of the moment will always reveal those things. So we have to sit here and do what James says to do, count it all joy that we go through various trials and tribulations. Because what happens? What the revelation of this moment has revealed to us who we're knit together with. And sometimes we had to move other places. Okay, I'm going to pick up here tomorrow. Let me pray for you. Father, I just want to ask for restoration of any relationship that needs to be healed, that people are supposed to be walking together in. Lord, I just release that right now. But then also, Lord, the realignments, I pray you comfort our souls, that, Lord, we may have felt like we, we missed something, we missed somebody. But Lord, you realigned us properly. I thank you, God, that you're knitly, you're neatly knitting us together for the coming war, the coming battle, and that we need that what symphony of unity through the Holy Spirit to accomplish that agreement in together. In Jesus' name. All right, come back tomorrow. We'll finish this. Well, thanks again. As we said, this is the close out of 2022. We're spending the week talking to you about that. Thank you for your sewing. 
all year long. As we said last yesterday, this is the last chance to give in 2022, and we will send you your donation letters uh, at the end of the year. You can go to our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or you can go to our app, and there's a give button there. Thank you for doing that. We bless you back. We ask for a 30, 60, and 100-fold blessing back upon you as you do this. Well, God bless you. Come back tomorrow. We'll see you then.